Hello, everyone. Welcome to Peace of Authenticity Podcast. I'm Aubrey. And I'm Jordan. And we are the Andersons. In 2020, the Lord really challenged us on starting our own podcast. And so we invite you to join us on the journey of following Jesus every day. So let's grow together and learn together. What's up, everybody? Hey, guys. I know. Welcome back. You're surprised. I'm back. back. Back, back, yeah. Back again, get, get. Jordan's back, back, back. Tell a friend. I had to finish. You understand. Hmm. Yeah. You missed me. Well, I actually listened to Eminem. You missed me. I did too. Will the real Slim Shady please stand up? And everybody, I am standing. No, you're not. (laughs) You're not the real Slim Shady. Okay. Okay. All seriousness. I'm 100% serious, but yep, (laughs) let's go. Yeah. So we decided to take last week off. We didn't put out a podcast for many of you guys that keep up with us week by week. Um, you know, as we have said from the beginning, we, we never want to feel like we are forcing anything. Like if, if the Lord um, gives us something and, and, you know, really wrecks us with something, then, you know, we'll, we'll make a podcast. But we just want to, you know, make sure that everything remains authentic to the best of our ability yeah something that we've noticed too is it seems like every three or four weeks it's getting to be that so i'm really thinking that the lord's steering us into you know every every four weeks you know we're gonna rest and i think it's good everybody needs that so yeah i I think so too and plus yeah we we don't want to just come out and um force something like i think that you know, the the Lord is is incredible at doing what what only He can do, mm-hmm. and um, and you know, also I, I just want to you know, like I guess like as the Bible says, right? Out of the abundance of the heart, the mm-hmm. mouth speaks, yeah. and so um, you know, as as the Lord stirs things in our hearts, we mm-hmm. just want to be able to come and and share them, but not feel like we have to, but you know, to keep it at a place where we get to. Yeah, yeah, because something that we've really noticed about the podcast, what it's really turned into is not just praying like, Lord, what do these, you know, people need to hear? What do we need to share? It's it's more like, Lord, you really wrecked me this week with this, so this is for the podcast. Yeah, so let (laughs) me wreck someone else. Yeah, we're just going to pass the... The wrecking to yeah. you guys in your Came household. Like a wrecking ball. That's the Lord every week. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, but it's it's a lot of fun. I mean, it's it's really convicting. It's really challenging. But at the same time, I I just truly believe that part of the the walk with Christ in our lives is as the Lord leads you through something, it, you have the responsibility to turn around and help somebody else walk through the same season. Therefore, uh, you know, whether that be hand in hand walking with them, you know, in some form of discipleship or teaching, Mm -hmm. turning around and helping someone else gain the revelation that, that you just walked through. And so that's what we're trying to do on, on the podcast. And so today our podcast literally comes from a place of, um, you know, Every everybody knows what's going on in the world right now with with the Ukraine mm-hmm. and 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 Russia and like all that that war and the violence that that's breaking out and happening. And I was kind of watching and and it was kind of it's kind of funny because the Lord started working on both both of us kind of in separate ways. And 
Um, what we're going to be talking about today actually comes from Colossians chapter 3, mm-hmm. but Jordan actually went there and found that, was was reading into that, but it was kind of stirring something that that was already on me in dealing with this whole situation. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I was sitting there thinking about and, and praying for the conflict that's going on in, in uh, the Ukraine. And, and so, like, I'm, I'm sitting here thinking about it, and, you know, I see a lot of people, um, you know, like, posting all these pray for the Ukraine, pray for what's going on, all these missionaries there and all stuff, and, and, and all those things are really good. Um, you know, and then somebody else that I follow literally um, posted a picture that says pray for Russia. And... At first, I was caught off guard by that. Like I was like, this, "Really, bro? This, yeah." Like this person's really trying to just stir up strife or <laughs> something. To be a troll, or yeah, whatever. like just trying to troll everybody. But I, I went on to the comment section because that's what we do, you know, like to the social media audience. <laughs> Ooh, this will be good. Yeah, I, yeah. I was, I had my popcorn. And I was like, I can't wait for the show on this. No, but I, I click on the comment section and I just see a bunch of people um, that that are. Um, are calling themselves Christians, I guess I would say. Um, but all these people began to just blast this guy in the comment section. It's like, now's not the time for that. Like, like you can't be serious, you know. Like, and and some of them were even attacking the guy personally, and and you know. But by him posting that, it really brought a level of conviction in me. And made me think of uh, in Matthew chapter five in the Sermon on the Mount, mm-hmm, and and I yeah. think if you follow me on on social media, I posted something about this the other day uh, on on my status. But but Jesus says, you know, what good does it lo- do for you to pray and to love those who mm-hmm. love you? He and he says, I've you've heard it said. This is what Jesus said. He goes, you've heard it said to hate your enemies. But I'm telling you not only to love your enemies, but pray for them as well. Yeah. And so that, and I was like, oh my gosh. And you know, because, and I don't want to take up all the time on this, but it was just kind of like a lot of people want to use Old Testament stories of, of like war and triumph and, and, and all these things. Like, like for instance, a lot of people want to use... Uh, David and Goliath, and they're like, okay, well, if the Lord, you know, you guys are talking about, uh, you know, praying for your enemies when, you know, sometimes the Lord gives you the ability to take out your giants. Listen, I, I love the story of David and Goliath. There, there is no, I mean, there is no greater story in, in the world because everything in that story pointed to God. But here's the thing. I sincerely believe that that is old covenant teaching right and i i'm a follower of jesus and so my whole biblical theology outline is built on the teachings of jesus right like we we are followers of jesus i give my heart to jesus and if in matthew chapter 5 jesus is telling me to not only love my enemies but pray for them then that's exactly what I need to do. And it's not about, you know, a lot of times the Lord asks us to do things, but then we don't want to do it because it's like, well, no, I'm, I'm mad at that person. Or, you know, those people are like, 
I mean, Russia is like the scapegoat for everything. Like, if if you want to talk to anybody in America about what evil might look like, right? Modern day evil. Somebody would probably say Russia, China. You know, all these other countries that are um, kind of in opposition to us, right? But if that is the case, and that country is in opposition to us, then that means that Jesus gave me a responsibility as a follower of his to love them and to pray for them. So for everybody that's kind of like, oh, I'm going to grab a slingshot and just start throwing rocks. Here's another, here's another instance. What did Jesus say? When they drug the woman outside of town, they said, let he who is without sin cast the first stone. So if you want to pick up your sling and start, you know, throwing rocks at people, that's fine. Um, But, you know, you're going to have to answer for that as well. But it all came down to Jordan was was dealing with this part on this other side in Colossians 3. And the Lord was like walking me through this Mm -hmm. on this other side. And it all kind of connected. And so we were like, let's take it to the podcast. Yeah, and um, I don't, you're the one that has the Bible. I just have my notebook, but oh. I want you to, so how many verses are in that? Because I don't think maybe we should oh my read goodness. the whole thing um, at the 25. Um, so I, I think it's so interesting because, um, of course, I would encourage you to read all of Colossians, not just Colossians 3. But of course, you know, like what Aubrey said, whenever he started in three, it, it talks about, you know, it's coming out of chapter two. And so you kind of need yeah. to read the whole thing, but... Yeah, we won't well, read the, the, whole thing. the New American Standard Version, chapter three starts out with therefore, yeah. which means that's literally just following up. It's like what now since two, you know all this, yeah. therefore, let's go to chapter three. Yeah. So you should probably read chapter one, chapter two, chapter three, chapter four. <laughs> yeah. And so, so Colossians chapter three starts out just like this. This is the English Standard Version, but it says, If then you have been raised with Christ, seek the things that are above where Christ is, seated at the right hand of God. Set your minds on things that are above and not things that are on the earth. For you have died and your life is hidden with Christ in God. When Christ, who is your life, appears, then you also will will appear with him in glory. Yeah, and so... That's so good because a lot of the stuff that chapter 2 talks about, just letting you know, it's like a list of all these things... Um, no, it's not. Yeah, my, my paper's crinkling. It's probably coming into the microphone. Sorry. The old, the old paper crinkling Bible. Okay, okay, sorry. But yes, so yeah. it talks about taking off. So we're, sorry, we're talking Put about to chapter death. three. Put to death the yeah. old man. So it's talking about certain things that you should totally let go of. Okay, so Aubrey, don't read the whole thing, but like, what, list a few of the things that Paul talks about to Yeah, okay, to so, so it says, Put to death, therefore, what is earthly in you. Sexual immorality, impurity, passion, evil desire, and covet, covetous, mm-hmm. covetousness. Covetousness. Which is idolatry. So anything, anything in the form of idolatry. And, and what is idolatry? Anything that keeps us from, from the Lord. Yeah, and, and it was funny because whenever I started reading that, the day before the Lord was like taking me through this, whole thing about the high places and so giving you a little bit of definition of what the high places are back whenever he was talking about i'm first king second kings it talks about you know all the kings of israel and judah okay so i mean starting with 
King Saul, all the way through, all these kings, right? And so it starts going into shorter versions of each king's life, you know, and Israel and Judah, because they separate, you know, long story short, there's a lot of kings. So it's listing. And some of the kings are evil. Most of them are evil, right? And it's talking about the evil things that they did. But then there are some good ones. And it says the good things that they did. They honored the Lord. They did this. They did that. But then at the end, it always says, but there was still sacrificing in the high places. And when I was reading that, I was like, Okay, so I'm guessing that's a bad thing because it's usually all these good things are happening, but they're still worship and sacrificing in the high places. And I'm like, what the heck are the high places? You know, so I looked that up and the high places were pretty much just high places that were used to sacrifice to idols. You know, we're talking about Baal, we're talking about Molech, all those little nasties that people worship back in the day and probably still today. But anyways, the devil so yeah. <laughs> the devil in many names and so um I, I was like the high places kept sticking out to me and so i was reading about them you know and things like that and then i i go to first kings three two through three let me read this to you guys so it's this is talking about king solomon the people were still sacrificing on the high places well there it is because there was no house built for the name of the lord until these days now solomon loved the lord walking in the statutes of his father david except he sacrificed and burned incense in the high places so even solomon who built that huge temple for the lord eventually right he still sacrificed sacrificed in the high places so it's like i was actually getting angry at these people like goodness just pick God, like stop picking other things. You know, you talk about the Israelites in the desert, how they like worshiped like a golden calf. And I'm like, seriously, a baby cow compared to God? Come on, mm. you know, and you kind of get annoyed and stuff. But I sat back and I was like, everybody has a high place in their life. There's something that you can't let go of that's so worldly. So, you know, maybe it's one of those things that Aubrey listed, you know, that Paul talks about in chapter three of Colossians, or maybe it's just something else. Because what's the first thing that it lists? Because that pretty much underlines everything. You might not deal with the sexual immorality and covetousness, but what's the first thing that it lists? Sexual immorality. I know the things of the world passion. or earthly. Um, yeah, or right here it says now anger, wrath, malice, slander. Yeah, and it says, talk. therefore, what is earthly in you? Hmm. I mean, that could be anything that is in between you and the Lord. Anything earthly. Yeah. You know. And so, like, we were, you know, we're worldly people. We're fleshly. So these are things that we have to deal with every single day. Nobody's perfect except for Jesus. Okay, so we have to go through these things. So I actually asked the Lord, what is the high place in my life? I want to know so I can, like, bring this thing down. Because there there was only, it talks about um, the king, was it Josiah? It was Josiah. Josiah. Mm -hmm. He was actually... A, ki a king of Judah that finally got rid of the high places. And I'm reading through the Bible. I'm like, well, thank you, Lord. Somebody stepped up to the plate. But obviously that was a hard thing to get to. It was hard for them to do. So I'm asking the Lord, which I think you should ask him too, what are the high places in your life? What are one of those things that Paul might have listed that you're dealing with, right? And, and the Lord mm. told me, all he said was you. And I was like, me? <laughs> and then the Lord said, how you look to others. So I care so much about how I look to others and also how I feel. So it's all about me, right? And I feel like a lot of us deal with this. Like a lot of people don't talk about, um, uh, or people on podcasts, people that others are listening to, like selfishness and self-absorbed, that's legit. And I feel like a lot of people deal with that and don't come out and talk about it. And that's something that the Lord showed me. I am self-absorbed naturally. That is what I do. I think about me. When something pops up, I think, I don't like that because that doesn't work for me. Me. Yeah. This doesn't make me feel good. And so the Lord showed me my high place. It was me. 
it was me being self-absorbed. It was me being selfish, right? And so that just really it hurt my feelings, you know, because <laughs> me. <laughs> yeah. It really wasn't. The Lord wasn't very nice to me. He was pretty know. rude to me, and yeah. I told him later. No, I'm just kidding. But I was just so convicted, and I honestly think that should be a question that every single one of us ask. Yeah. So the old man, that's yeah. what Paul talks about. And the old man, this is what you need to put to death, those things that Aubrey listed. And what is your high place? So getting to that point where you can just be real with yourself, yeah. and you can ask the Lord, not be afraid to ask the Lord. Lord, what am I not letting go of that I need to let go of? Which we've mm. totally talked about before, but I feel like this is a question that yeah. needs to be asked a lot. Yeah, and I think it's it's important that I just read off those other ones, and it says, uh, Paul tells us, but now you must put these all away, anger, wrath, yeah. malice, slander, and obscene talk from your mouth. Do not lie to one another, because these are practices of the old self, and you've put on the new self, which is being renewed in the knowledge of the image of its creator. Mm. You know... I'm sitting there and I'm thinking about we Jordan just talked about Josiah a second ago and and you know if you if you ever just dive into Kings just do it first and second he just dive in there when when Josiah comes along we're like you're literally sitting there going yes finally this is the finally hero the yeah for. because other kings right like so so the, the the Bible will straight up tell you and this king did evil in the yeah, eyes of the Lord thing. and and like they're even talking about the the temple of Jerusalem the, the 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 holy of holies like they're moving like Asherah poles and like burning all this incense and stuff inside the temple some of these kings just worshipped every kind of god that was out there they were they were distracted they weren't even following um, the, yeah. the creator of heaven and earth. They were following whatever God they could get favor from, right? Yeah. Like they were sacrificing everything. And so you would see these kings and these kings will come in and they'll be like, this person was an honorable man, but he still allowed idol worship. And it's like, oh my gosh, like, yeah, you know, those because, places. <laughs> because we can look from the future and look back and we can say, dude, all you had to do yeah. was stop sacrificing to idols and God would have come, you know, mm -hmm. he would have came in and rescued you and, and shown grace and mercy upon you. But they they just couldn't let it go. Almost like the worship of multiple gods and worshiping other people in, in other idols in the high places almost became such a way of life that they didn't even see that it was bad anymore. Didn't it say that Josiah actually had to look, he found the the book of Moses or mm -hmm. not the book of you know what I mean the the, the old four. scriptures yeah yes yeah. and he was like oh my gosh why aren't we doing these things like right. it had been so long right. since the Jews actually like the Israelites actually did what the Lord had asked them to do so much so that Josiah found this dust ridden scroll yeah of the all the things they should have been doing yeah so he came <laughs> in and he just said we're cleaning everything yeah, out and we're did. starting back from scratch. And that's exactly what happened. And the Bible tells you that, like the greatness of of his of his reign in in Judah. Yeah. And, and it was just it was just amazing. But you know, from us, from our perspective, we're sitting here looking. Oh yeah, of course. You know, we we knew that's all you had to do: just get rid of the ashram poles and places. you know stop sacrificing to Moloch, and 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 you're you're good. It's all good. But really, though, like what Jordan was saying, like I think that each and every one of us have a high place maybe maybe you're not you know literally burning incense in your house yeah. or, or you're not going up to a mountain to to uh worship another idol but 
maybe something in the American lifestyle or maybe wherever you're at around the world, wherever you go, maybe there's something there that you are idolizing, that you are putting in a place that it's like if God is supposed to be number one up here, but what that means that God should have all of your focus, all of your worship, all of your, I mean, everything, like, like have all of your adoration. But, you know, for me, for instance, like I always think um, in advance, like, um, you have some people that are just man. They don't. They don't care about anything. The, the Lord's going to supply everything for me, right? That that's not the natural position of my heart. Mm-hmm. I have to rebuke my wants and desires a lot of time because I I kind of fall for that American dream mindset of I want more money, I want more more fame, I want more. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. and, it, and it's all these things idolizing something that is not God. Mm-hmm. It's it's all idolatry, all of it. And so I think that because we are fortunate and Jesus says, right, I'm going to go and be with the Father, but it's for your benefit because I'm going to send the helper. I'm going to send the Holy Spirit. This is where the Holy Spirit comes in so clutch most of the time in our lives because the Holy Spirit will come in and he will show you. He will show you what those high places are. Yeah. And then... Once you discover what the high place is, then the ball is in your court. Am I going to continue to let this be a high place? Am I going to come in and clean out the temple like many of these kings did in First and Second Kings? Am I going to come in and clean up the temple but still let the Asherah pole stay up? Yeah. Or, or still let worship to Moloch happen even though it's not in the temple? You know, because I don't know about you, but I've been guilty mm. in the past of justifying yeah. the way that I do things. Well, no, I, you know, I, I'm a follower of Jesus, but you know, I'm still human, so I have to do blah, blah, blah. Whatever your A, B, and C are, fill in those blanks right there. We, we find ways because we are so self-focused and, mm-hmm. and, and so um, you know, self-driven that we will find ways to excuse our high places. Solomon was one of the greatest kings in the Mm -hmm. history of Israel. Israel never had more money, more prestige than when Solomon was king. king. And and how did it all happen? Because the Bible says that the Lord asked Solomon, ask me for anything and I'll give it to you. And Solomon asked for wisdom and God gave it to him. Well, I, I think that that wisdom had to have been limited because why would he still be worshiping in the high places with his wives? And by right? wives, he had a lot. Like 300 and something. I don't even know. Nobody needs Too many. That. Too many. But so if, if God granted him wisdom, right, and he was able to make all this wealth and all this money, Israel lacked nothing. Mm-hmm. But he still chose periodically to worship in the high places yep. because a lot of his wives were foreign. And so, and, and you know, honestly, Aubrey, it seemed like maybe where his first failure was, it might have been the seduction, sexual immorality. I'm feeling like that's probably yeah. where it started. And then I always hear guys talk about their wives that are kind of like nagging. 
think about over 300 if you had those that worship other idols like this is not fair you get to worship your god i don't get to worship mine so can you imagine like <laughs> he's gone up poop creek without a paddle with all these wives do you know what i mean it started probably with like who doesn't want 300 yeah, wives that's probably the only quality women? time he got yeah. to have with him i'll go worship with you this i'll go evening. burn incense at the high place with you and which god is it there's like 500 <laughs> of them you know yeah but it, yeah, I mean, so so basically, Solomon asked for wisdom, but I guarantee you, somewhere along the way, the Lord was was beckoning him not to go to these places of worship. But he's like, no, I, I have to do that. He he was probably finding a way to justify his actions. Well, in order to make this wife happy, I need to do that. In order to make yeah, this one and happy, it, and it's so sad too, that. Aubrey, because what you're saying, like in the scripture, it says now Solomon loved the Lord walking in the statutes of his father David, except he mm. sacrificed and burnt incense on the high places. He loved the Lord, right? But he had a weakness. And so I, I wouldn't think of it if you have a high place that you don't love the Lord. Yeah. I, I wouldn't say that. I, right. I would just say that the Lord wants all of you, though. You can't love him with your whole heart, soul, and mind like it talks about in the Word without letting go of the high places. Because if you don't give him everything, then you don't love him with everything. Mm. Wow. Yeah. So yeah. That's this is not the fun part. The yeah, putting this off is, this and taking a, yeah. off the, the old man because the old man's pretty comfy. I mean. Yeah. Well, it was it was just kind of like you know um, even going back to that part where I was I was talking before we went into Colossians three about the the conflict between Ukrainian people and the Russian people and mm -hmm. and everything like that. It, it, it right here in Colossians three eleven. Paul's trying to tell us because now, right, you you have put on the new self, right? We're putting on the new self. All the stuff we've already been discussing up until this point, we're, we're getting rid of it. We're getting right? rid of it. You hear that? We're, we're putting on the new self, <laughs> and we're made in the image of our Creator. Here, and this is what Paul's saying in verse 11, he says, Here, there is not Greek and Jew, circumcised and uncircumcised, barbarian, slave, or free, but Christ is all and in all. Hmm. So if if Christ is in all, he's for everyone, right? And he's in everyone. That means that I don't get to exclude anybody from that list. Mm -hmm. it's, it's only my job to put off the old self and put on the new self. And you know, I think a lot of times I'm guilty of this. I don't know about you, but... I'm guilty of constantly looking at other people and and worrying about their you know their ability to put on the old self and the new self and without <laughs> even realizing that me putting on the new self should be like a full-time responsibility. Yeah, that should take all of our time up. Right. <laughs> because I mean, but it makes us feel better, right? Oh, yeah. It makes Definitely. me feel better to look at somebody else and go, "Oh man, they're really struggling in that. At least at least I'm not there." But that has nothing that has nothing to do with it because my job is is to surrender right to Christ mm -hmm. and then so I put to death therefore all those earthly things that we just talked about but here we go in verse 12 now we we already know we just found out what we're supposed to put to death right and and, and maybe maybe one of those things that we've already discussed is you've you've discovered by now the Lord's been working with you while you've been listening to this podcast and that's what you need to put to death once all that is completed you find out in verse 12 it says now put on then 
as God's chosen ones, that's that's us, those that have that have put to death our old selves and we're taking on the new. God's chosen ones, we are to take on compassionate hearts, mm-hmm. kindness, humility, meekness, and patience, bearing with one another. And if one has a complaint against another, forgiving each other as the Lord has forgiven you. Oh my gosh. It's just whenever you list that, whenever you hear that list, you're like, that's so amazing. But then you also think, oh my gosh, I can't do all those things. <laughs> you know, like you hear it and you're like, oh, so refreshing and beautiful. And you're like, oh yeah. gosh, I'm supposed to do that? Yeah. I think it's so interesting because we can't fully put on if we don't fully take off. If we don't fully take off the old man, we can't fully put on the new man. That's why it seems like, oh gosh, I can't do that. Because we have to be coming in with the identity of the new man, right? Which is, therefore, as the elect of God, or you said chosen of God in, mm-hmm. in your translation, holy and beloved, right? Yeah. So if I don't come into this situation knowing that I'm chosen by God, that I'm set apart, and that I am beloved, and not because I've done anything good, it's because of Jesus, mm. 100%, then I can look into the tender mercies, kindness, humility, all these things that I'm expected to do. But if I don't fully take off the old man and fully get rid of and destroy the high places in my life, I won't be able to do that. Mm-mm. And I, and of course, you know, not in my strength because when I'm weak, he's strong, which we've always talked about too. And so realizing your weakness then you can truly allow the Lord to be strong in your life too and read those things and be like, yes, Lord, yes. I, thank you, Lord. I'm going to be all of these things, you know, in your strength. I'm going to do all these things in your power and your glory, you know, all the all that. And not just like, I can't do that. Yeah. That's too hard. Mm. And above all these things, put on love, which binds everything together in perfect harmony and let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts to which Indeed, you are called in one body, and be thankful. Yeah. Wow. See, I, I think that I think that we can all, you know, admit that Colossians chapter three is one of those things that will wreck you. Yes. And it will call you to the carpet. And and this is what I this is what we love so much about the word. It's like you can't you can't spend time in the Bible and not be called to a place of conviction yeah because of where you stand yeah i mean you just you just can't and it's just like man i'm such a slacker but it it's all a part of the process of the new self but see here's the thing a lot of us think that just just because we can do a certain thing or perform a certain act and and what i say is i'm saying like if you go to church or if you, you go to church, you tithe, or you serve at your church. Like These are all outward actions that are not bad, but if they are like just a, if they're just a distraction, mm-hmm. right? Because there are a lot of people that think, oh, well, if I just do all these things, then, then it, will, it will get me somewhere. It'll, it'll get me to a different place. But literally, um, none of those things is what, is what Paul is saying. Paul's literally saying, you need to put to death your old self in the passions of your earthly desires put them to death keep your mind focused on heavenly things so if jesus is seated at the right hand of the father right now and my mind is supposed to be up there then my thoughts are supposed to be in line 
with heavenly thoughts, right? Mm -hmm. And heavenly thoughts don't try to crucify people. Mm -hmm. And that makes me think of that statement. I was looking at something and I saw an image and it said, treat people like Jesus died for them. Mm. Because every person, (laughs) Jesus died for them. And then, and, you know, Jesus knew they were worth it, you know. Um, and something, whenever you read these, Aubrey, they're relational. Mm-hmm. They're all relational. And it's easy, at least for me, it's easy in my quiet time to be right with the Lord, to love the Lord, to have kindness towards the Lord. To remember, I mean, is the Lord, I mean, sometimes you'll get mad at him, but most of the time, <laughs> like, the Lord's the Lord. I can love him, okay. But... When I go to Walmart and somebody grabs the last bag of, I don't know, Cheetos. I don't know, people. There's always a lot of Cheetos. But anyways. You get mad about Cheetos? No, I just made this up. And it doesn't even make me mad, but it's my example. Okay. So there was one thing of Cheetos and I'm going for it. And then someone took it. (laughs) I'm not even mad about this. But anyways. Yeah. It's just my example. Pretend you're mad about it. Yeah, I'm so mad right now. And I'm just like, seriously, you're going to steal my Cheetos? But the thing is, it's not that easy to be tender and filled with mercy and with this person or when you found out that a friend that you you know thought you were so close with was saying bad things about you you know or insert here whatever can upset you more than a bag of cheetos i I know this um but you know the relational things are where you really get called to the carpet with where you actually are and especially in a marriage which is funny because later paul goes into marriage which we won't be able to go Fully into, but it makes me think about the Princess Bride Mailwitch. Is Mailwitch. why we are gathered here today. This is why we're gathered here today. But we're not going to talk about it today. Um, yeah. But it was challenging. And whenever you f- fully 100% walk in your identity of who Christ made you to be, which is just a be- beloved daughter, a beloved son, and just walk in communion with the Lord every single day, it is easier to love on others it is easier to have mercy for others it is easier to bear each other's burdens because there's sometimes way like it's easier to be like oh dang that sucks for them okay moving on you know instead of sitting and praying for them and weeping with them and you know actually yeah feeling what they're going through and i don't believe you can really get to that point unless you have a relationship with the god with jesus who died for them Hmm. i really don't yeah well, I, I think I think that the the main thing we might have to go over the the next part on another episode the the wives and the husbands yeah because that's the good it's, it's good we'll have to dive in but we're running out of time today but here's the thing okay so what I find interesting right is is Paul is telling us in Colossians three everything that we put to death has everything to do with us right. Like it, it's it's all yeah. you know anger wrath like these are these are all things that Self. we develop in and of ourselves it, it's just really self focused things sexual immorality impurity passion evil desire all these start from within us like these are all like me problems mm-hmm. right but then whenever it says to put on as God's chosen ones it's literally saying um, these are all things that have to do with how you treat other people has nothing to do with you whatsoever. Yeah. And so the the, the constant pursuit of, of deepening your relationship with Jesus means that everything in your life becomes less like you and more like other people. And I mean, just to, to, to 
compassionate hearts. I think it's important for us to understand that before Jesus performed a lot of miracles, the Bible tells us that he he was overcome with compassion mm-hmm. for the crowds. He was overcome with compassion for somebody who was who was injured or was blind or lame mm-hmm. or whatever. It was compassion that drove the miracles. It had nothing to do with Jesus. It was out of compassion of who was around him. And you you talk about kindness. I you can't kindness has nothing to do with me kindness is what i show to other people mm-hmm. right and meekness is the same way patience nobody gets on you don't get on your own nerves most of the time it's well, other people kidding, that yeah. get on your nerves right <laughs> mm-hmm. and it's like i got to be it's harder for me to be patient with other people in outside sources than than it is you know to just be patient with myself but mm-hmm. uh, but and then there's there's humility Right, humility is is just the simple fact of thinking about others more than you think about yourself, and that's what that's what I think is amazing about what Jesus is is telling us. Well, and what Paul's telling us right here in Colossians is literally, it's time to put to death the old self, the me thinking, what I want, what I need right now, mm-hmm. and begin to take on what can I do for other people. And, and I would say that you can't overnight just get rid of the what me what about me yeah. thought that comes up every time something happens, but you can rebuke it and move on and not base all of your decisions and choices and feelings off of me, 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 how I'm feeling, how I'm doing, you know, how, yeah. what's easier for me. Um, this is something I want to read um, from a commentary, and it's so good. It says, humility is the parent of meekness and long-suffering. Meekness shows how humility will affect my actions towards others. I will not dominate, manipulate, or coerce um, for my own ends, even if I have the power and the ability. And long-suffering shows how humility will affect my reaction towards others. I will not become impatient, short, or filled with resentment towards the weaknesses and sins of others. I just thought that was so cool because they're, they're, they're all connected. Mm-hmm. And that with humility you know, comes the meekness and the long suffering. And when you think about me, 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 my, 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 that's pride. Yeah. It's true. It's true. So there it is, everybody. The first part of Colossians chapter three. And, you know, there, there's some more to it. And I want to, like, I want to encourage everybody to go, go read it for yourself. Go Mm -hmm. study it for yourself and find out what that high place is. That, that's in your life like find out what it is the 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 old self that you that haven't been able to maybe even put to death up until this point mm-hmm. and ask the Lord for the grace and the mercy ask the Holy Spirit to come do what only he can do shut it down and take on that new self um, because the the world needs a bunch of people that are willing to put to death the old self yeah. and put on the new. Because sadly, there's a whole, there's the majority that won't. Just yeah. like the kings, yeah. most of them never. Yeah, did do the bare minimum. The high places, yeah. Yeah, we got to take those high places down. Yeah, that was intense. Boom. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, thanks for joining us, guys. Um, you know, uh, we'll we'll see you right back here. Yeah. Same time, same place. Wives and husbands, come hang out with us. Yeah. We're going to make you feel really bad. <laughs> He's kidding. <laughs> okay. All right, y'all. We love you guys. Love we'll you see guys. You later. Bye. 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 Bye.